top shit, nigga. Come on. Come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. What up, podcast world? Uh, this is a quarter three podcast. It's your boy Brentel. Uh, we got Kirsch on the line. How you doing, Kirsch? What up? All right. You ready to talk basketball? <laughs> I'm ready to talk about my Miami Heat, man. Oh God, here we go. Um, I, I, how how you been doing, bro? Good man. Cool, 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 cool. And and how has your Miami Heat been doing? Well, <laughs> that's a uh, that's a double edged sword. Uh, we lost four straight since the All Star break. Dragic's been out again, and it's like we can't get healthy. But today we basically traded. Um, players that weren't even really in the rotation to get Victor Oladipo and a guy that I can't say his name but he's going to play a lot of minutes. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Pat did it again. And Victor Oladipo has been wanting to go there and you know you got somebody that's going to resign a uh, potential like uh, star presence. Um, let's see how the personality dynamics work with him and Jimmy Uh, before we say it's a home run Uh, so we got Miami out the way Um, (laughs) we just gonna jump from Miami that quick (laughs) yeah yeah I know you're gonna bring it back so Uh, let's see let's go look at the trades see what we got here uh, let's see, let's see. I, I really didn't get a chance to pay attention to everything, uh, today, being out, um, being out, uh, on the street. So, first, you got, um, Victor Oladipo going to Miami Heat, as you said, uh, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry staying in uh, Toronto. Uh, dude, I, I wish I can say that Naminja Bella Bellica or whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's great on 2K. <laughs> he's a great piece to have on 2K. Um, Evan Fournier going to Boston. Uh, Nikolai Vujovic going to Chicago. Aaron Gordon landing in with the Denver Nuggets. Um, Sacramento kept Harrison Barnes, uh, which I thought I, I knew for sure he was going to be traded. Um, what else? I think I think Sacramento dropped the ball with that. It's like. You got to sell high on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's getting... Oh, excuse me. He's getting to that age. Um, J.J. Reddick landing in Dallas. Uh, uh, wow. They gave up... Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> Ooh. You sound like the guys during the draft. Right. Uh, they gave up... Um, Dallas gave up uh, James Johnson and West in Windu. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Windu or whatever. Um, they gave up him in a second round pick to get JJ Ray, which which I don't really understand considering uh, Dallas needs to get better defensively. And I just mm, that doesn't really help their roster. Um, let's see. Sounds like they're just going to try and outscore everybody, but I, I, I haven't looked at Dallas as a threat yet. Let's go back to Miami. Let's go back to Miami. We're going to be all over the place because it's how my brain works, right? So, Avery Bradley 
getting getting sent to uh, landing in Miami, getting traded. That was a great flip to turn Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley into Victor Oladipo. Uh, at one time, Avery Bradley was a high higher profile player, but now to get Victor Oladipo, you basically got him for a hot dog and some popcorn. If you remember the conversation we had like a week or two ago when I brought up that Pat Riley did it a couple years ago, he slipped um, Danny Granger and I think like Josh McRoberts and mm-hmm. um, a, couple, a couple corn dogs for uh, for Andrade. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pat. Pat is, he knows what he's doing. He knows he knows how to get value. <laughs> Let's say that. Oh man, um, Lou Vi- he, Lou Williams he, landing in Atlanta, uh, and Ray John. Yep, yep. Ray John Rondo landing with the Clippers. Let's talk, let's stay there for a second. What does that do to their roster? In your opinion, that that gives uh, the Clippers the leadership that they were missing. Mm. We, we talked about them needing a guard like that. Yep. Um, I still worry about their shooting, but um, at the end of the day, you know, you got Kawhi and PG-3, PG-13, they can go get buckets. Yep. Yep. And, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, To have a player like Rajon Rondo, That's extra, like, leadership. It's like having an extra coach, having a coach on the floor. Uh, I don't, who is the Clippers coach? I still don't know. It's crazy. It's Teron Luke. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, Littlefinger. Yeah, he Littlefingered himself into that situation. Uh, <laughs> G- Game of Thrones reference I, to anybody. I don't know about that one. I always refer to him as Littlefoot. He looks like Littlefoot off the land before time. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you haven't you haven't raised on Rondo with that with that cast of guys where you got you know your leaders on the team are like non vocal guys, and then well, you got Kawhi who's silent, and then you got Paul George who is a media nightmare for your team. Um, now you got somebody to kind of steer the ship on the floor that's dangerous and like with my guys being out we're out lebron which uh and we are probably going to be out ad for the rest of the year um i feel like shit they got a they hey, can walk wait, what happened the what happened to lebron he, he got a high he got a high ankle sprain oh yeah it's real bad Cause you know he don't miss no time like that, and if he does, it's because it's something. And he did, and when LeBron goes out, it's preventative maintenance. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's serious. So yeah, we'll see. So uh, Kelly Oubre didn't get traded either, did he? Uh, I'm looking to see what the Warriors did. I don't know. Warriors traded Marquise Chris to Spurs for a, a no-name player that probably just cut. George Hill to Philly. How you feel about that? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Um, I could see that being a, a good pickup. They need that, uh, you know, better leadership. Yep. What I think that's really good for that team. Um. Um. With with Lamelo Ball being out, the Hornets traded and got uh, Brad Wanamaker from the Warriors. Hmm. Okay. I was I was scrolling down. I was, I'm working my way to the Warriors. Um. Norman Powell 
play for Toronto. You hit to him? Yeah, I know who he is. He moved over to the Blazers, and the Blazers gave up Rodney Hood and Gary Trent. Portland got a nice deal there. You said what? The Portland got a good deal there, but the Raptors uh, GM that everybody hype up really dropped the ball. Mm. Um, like you got to get something for Kyle Lowry at this point. Now he's now he's going to be thirty six probably before you can trade him. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. Oh no, we didn't. Aaron Gordon landed with Denver. We didn't break that down. They get Gary, uh, Orlando gets Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a two, first round pick, top five projection, protection through 2027. Uh, what do you think about this trade? Mm, it's a draft pick that I'll forget about until 2025, but, um, I don't, I don't, it's another one that don't really move the needle to me. I'm not a huge Aaron Gordon fan. I don't. I don't see how that really um, necessarily elevates Denver past Utah or Clippers or Lakers. Here's why I like um, it. Here's why I like it. Because he's an athlete, right? And what this Denver is kind of they're they're kind of trying to replace Jeremy Grant. If they can get Aaron Gordon to guard, you know, off of switches and guard four positions, they can use him. And he would be great. He could step out. He could shoot now a little bit. He kind of reminds me of like a bigger Sean Marion. I was just going to say, but what we've been trying to tell, tell him that he is for, yeah. for forever is a, a poor man Sean Marion. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, I, that was my guy. The Matrix was my guy. You know what I'm saying? I like the trajectory of Aaron Gordon with the the, uh, the Nuggets. I like them, and they got they. I, which I'm surprised they didn't get rid of Michael Porter Jr. They still kept him. They they got a nice little lineup. I don't know about where they're going to be able to make moves in the future because Aaron Gordon has a huge contract for his talent level. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That would be that. my concern. Like, uh, you're, you're tying up more money. And it, it, like, like we were just talking to, uh, uh, before you started the pod, like, to me, Aaron Gordon isn't a, uh, a significant difference maker. No. So, like, you're you're paying a lot of money for somebody who's not necessarily influencing games. Um, influencing, influencing the outcome of games. I was just about to say, because they never made the playoffs. I mean, they, they did, like, once or twice. But it was, you can almost bank on them not making the playoffs. They made it, what, two, two years? The last two years? I think they might have. Which? I don't know. Orlando's kind of been a... a uh, dumpster fire since Dwight Howard left. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it because with well, as far as Orlando, you got Gary Harris. I really like him. He can't stay on the floor per se, but when he's on the floor, he's gonna get, he's gonna play good defense. And he can shoot. Um, but he gets lost on the floor a lot. Still, as you know, what I'm saying as a veteran, so uh, I don't know. He he gets paid too, for real. So I guess you know what? I see what they did. They just moved that contract for Aaron Gordon. It was a, it was a clear upgrade for Denver. It was a clear upgrade. They got a more serviceable player in Aaron Gordon. Well, uh, I believe roster. Gary Harris is his contract up after this year, right? So right, like- so it was, it was expiring. So it's a long term play for Denver and uh, it gets Orlando out of money yeah. long term. Yep, out of that Aaron Gordon contract because it was pretty much the same. It was pretty much the same amount of money. Uh, okay, I see what that trade was about. That was a smart trade. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, Evan Fournier for 
Jeff Teague in a second round pick. I love Aaron Fournier, Evan Fournier. I've, I've been a fan since him and um, Victor Oladipo was in the backcourt in Orlando. I fucking love this dude. He he gonna get you a bucket. He's a walking bucket. The other night he hit a game winner. Um, he's just. He just he's just great to have on your team. Um what I don't know about is will they be able I okay. All right. I I put it like this. It's a great move for Boston because you get a guy who can you got two crunch time guys now on the floor with Tatum and Fournier. Fournier gets busy in the crunch time moments. He gets busy. He does not fold. He don't really guard like that, but he's a, uh, he's a high IQ player, and he can facilitate. I was just going to say, season. like, when, when you're playing, because Kimba isn't necessarily the greatest defensive player either, so you got, you know, you're playing Kyrie and Harden, or you're playing, well, can't use Philly as an example because Ben Simmons is not all threat. But you're playing Miami. You're playing. Uh, he is off the rebound. You what? I say he is off the rebound. <laughs> yep, that's where being is dangerous. If you got you catch it off the rebound, and he if he um he throws that outlet pass or. If he, well, I'm talking about you know. like Evan Fournier locking down on defense. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like if if he's playing, you're you're going to have to play defense when you play Brooklyn and Miami for sure. Uh, Milwaukee was the one I couldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly, you might be able to hide him a little bit. Like he's going to have to play defense for for that makes sense for Boston, but at the same time, um. It's what they wanted, what they were, or what I read that they wanted Aaron Gordon to be. He can be Gordon Hayward. Mm. A better Gordon Hayward in my eyes. Similar size, similar skill set. Huh. Okay. Huh. He's in a contract year, so they're going to have to re-sign him if they want, but... Hmm. And I think is Evan Fournier is 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 he making it like that one forty four? Is he making that much? I'm making seventeen million a year. Okay, cool. Whew. All right, all right. Uh, he's only twenty eight years old. Okay, so I I think he's younger than Hayward too. Um, Evan Fourier. Um, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. He, I yeah, don't know if he's, he's younger. younger than Hayward. Okay. Him and Vic he's are like the same. Yeah, and, yeah, they're the same age. Yeah. He's also the same size as Gordon Hayward. Oh, he's 6'7? Yeah. Never knew that. He don't play like it. Um. He's, he, well, he's somewhere between 6'5 and 6'7. Okay. It says six seven, but I've seen I've also seen him listed at like six five. Okay. It reminds it kind of reminds me of another uh, Frenchman in um, Manu. He's not he's not the defensive player Manu is, but or was. Manu's Italian. I thought you were going to say Tony Parker. No, 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 not not Tony. Um, let's go to Chicago. They landed my man, Sasha. Sasha landed in Chicago. They gave up, um, Sasha? huh? Not Sasha. Sasha. I'm talking about Nikola. I'm tripping. Nikola. Um, Vujovic landed in Chicago. This is huge. This is huge. I wanted to see um, 
Nick go somewhere else. I wanted him to see go to go somewhere else, play some meaningful minutes, and you know, deep in the season. But with the what's his name? What's the other kid's name? The the guard, Levine, Levine, having Levine and um, Vucevic. I think it's going to be something. Um, the Bulls are in the playoffs, right? Let me look. They're, they're, they're around there. They're, they're in and out. Last time I checked, they were. But I think it's important that uh, they they making it to the playoffs. I don't know what they're in, per se. Let's see. Oh, shit. It ain't looking good. I don't see them now. I don't see them up, up. Oh, damn. They at the 10 spot. Hmm. They're at the 10 spot. This ain't going to help too much. Uh, they got Al Farouk Amino and Orlando got Wendell Carter Jr. and or Otto Porter Jr. And a 2023 first-round pick, first pick and a 2021 first-round pick. Top four protected. That's huge. Orlando, they blew it up this year at the end of the season. They got some good stuff in there. They got some picks and some uh, some younger players. But they they gave away the the identity of their franchise, which ain't much because they, they hit or miss if they make the playoffs anyway. So, uh... Terrence Davis to Sacramento uh, for a 2021 second round pick via Memphis. I didn't really pay attention to the game. Oh, Brad Wanamaker. Okay. Okay. And he goes to Charlotte. Oh, damn. Golden State just got cash for him. Damn. Marquise Chris to San Antonio for cash. Let's see. Yeah, these are less notable names. JaVale McGee to Denver. For two second round picks in 2023, 2027. Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. But we have to go through these. Hurry up. Hurry up. Oh, P.J. Tucker to Milwaukee. How you feel about that one? I think we talked about that the last time. Oh, we did. Okay. Uh, All right, cool. I'm sitting here looking at Miami's depth chart. It's like, you can come off the bench with a starting lineup. <laughs> I got on Trevor Reza, too. Who is this? That's why the Clippers was clearing all that space last week. Because they was trying to get... What's the name? Okay. Now we can move on. Whew. Got through the trade deadline. Uh, I have to... I have to shout out my Georgetown Hoyas, man. We made the dance. Did you see that? I haven't even looked at the tournament, honestly. Yeah, yeah, we 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 made the dance. We made the dance. I was, I was happy for Pat, man, because it felt like if he hit this year, he was gonna be out of there. <laughs> he was gonna be out of there. So it was a lot of um, it was a lot. wasn't a, wasn't a lot of dry eyes when um Georgetown made it to uh the tournament, considering like you know Big John passed away. Recently, you know what I'm saying. Um, so it was cool. It's cool, cool, um, good moment for their program. They got a couple good recruits coming in. Um, nobody's transferring out this year, really. So it's good. It's good. It's looking good. Um, just like, just like there's a big game on Sunday. What we what we talking about? Florida State, Michigan. Oh yeah, 
Man, we need Michigan to win, bro. We need Michigan to win for one, for here for this major reason. All the other Big Ten schools got kicked out. You know what I'm saying? Iowa out, um, Ohio State out. Uh, what was the other team? Did Wisconsin lose, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My bracket is tore up, so I, I, I stopped paying attention. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin lost. Illinois lost. Okay. Rutgers. Yeah, we really don't really it, fuck with it. It's weird because, like, that. like, when I Googled it, because I haven't, I, I don't fuck with college basketball at all, but. Right. Um, I just said. Like, <laughs> Duke, Kentucky, like, all the names you would normally see aren't in the tournament this year. Yeah. Uh, is North Carolina in? I think. North Carolina? No, North Carolina wasn't in either. Yeah, so. I'm hearing, yeah, like, there, I'm hearing there's a lot of issues with North Carolina, um, issues with the coach, Roy. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, he's playing, he's playing old basketball with two bigs out there, and that's not the game no more. And it's kind of, the game's kind of passing them up. So they got players transferring out of there, um, because they don't like the way he, he he's, um, not being creative with, what he's putting on the floor, so so we're gonna look. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that with North Carolina in the next couple of years. Um, uh, I didn't know Gonzaga was that good. I was like, whoa! When I seen them play that first the first time, I was, Jesus. Yeah, Gonzaga's been a good program for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm looking at some of these. Some of these teams are like. Coming March Madness names that are always around. Like Florida State's had a really good basketball program for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know where the fuck Alabama came from, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Creighton is, is usually a, a pretty good tournament team. Villanova won a couple national championships lately. Yep. Um, you you can usually count on Syracuse being somewhere around. That's a fact. Yeah, at least going to the Sweet 16 or something like that, or the Elite Eight. You know what I'm saying? They float around in there from year to year, either or. Yeah, speaking of your Georgetown Hoyas, they got pounded in the first round. Yeah, we got our ass beat, but it's fine. You know, we got to dance. That's even no baby steps. <laughs> baby I steps. See, I see Kansas is up to the usual, losing in the second round. They lost by 34 points to USC. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, my brother. Saying for USC, is OJ Mayo got like eligibility left for something? (laughs) (laughs) They're beating motherfuckers by 30. (laughs) We gotta go look at their roster. Uh, Oral Roberts just keeps winning. Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts. They beat Ohio State. Yeah, they, and they beat they, they beat Florida too. <laughs> oh man, wow! They play Arkansas Saturday. If they win Saturday, they're in the Final Four. <laughs> this is Brentel and Janelle. Be sure to check out our Journey of a Relationship podcast, where we discuss all things relationship, the ups, the downs. Everything in between. Search Journey of a Relationship on all streaming platforms. And thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. I guess, I'm, I guess I'm we, with can, it. we can give um we can give predictions for the final four. Because I didn't do a bracket. I I don't know what's going on in college basketball, but we're looking at Saturday and Sunday games to determine the final four. Let's go through them. Florida State or Michigan. Uh, hmm. I gotta go. Got I'm, first go- dibs on this one. I'm gonna go with Michigan. Okay, I'll take Florida State. All right. UCLA, Alabama. Um, I'm gonna let you go with this one first because I want the, ne- the pick on the next one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Alabama. Okay, Oregon, USC. I want USC. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Go to the next one. Creighton, Creighton Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Okay, I'm okay with that. Next one, Oral Roberts, Arkansas. I got Oral Roberts. Next think, one. Oh, man. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I get I get first dibs on this one, so we're evened up. All right. Villanova, Baylor. I'm going with Villanova, but Baylor's the number one. What did what did they do good? What what does Baylor have? Cause I, I, I don't, don't know. know. They got they got a number one seed. <laughs> hmm. Oregon State and uh, Loyola, Illinois. Shit, I don't know. Uh, let's go. Let's shit. Oregon State. Fuck it. I, I'm I'm really cool with that. <laughs> All right. Syracuse, Houston. Syracuse. I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll, we'll see next week uh, how how we did in the Final Four and we'll actually predict the Final Four or something. Did you write that shit down? I'll remember it. All right. Uh, Houston, man. Houston Rockets with the coach. Uh, Steven Silas. Um, Stephen A. Smith had a really interesting take on Stephen Silas. Um, like how black coaches get put in like worse situations. Um, and he, and he, uh, juxtaposed to, Steve Nash landing with Brooklyn with no coaching experience, no blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I see this shit all the time where the black coach lands in a, a terrible situation. He's got a short leash. They like, mm-mm. Y'all lost two seasons in a row, or you didn't get this team start off and run into a great start, blah, blah, blah. They snatch him out of the position, and, you know, or or they let the guy build the team up. They take a slight pullback, and once they make that slight pullback and, you know, have a, a less productive season, they fire a coach that built uh, a system in a team put in a white coach, white coach gets the credit. What, what do you think about this? Um, um I, I mean, I, I could see where he's coming from, but the, the, there's an obvious rebuttal to that, um, with, uh, Tyrone Lou and David Blatt. So I guess if you was to argue against that, That'd be a, that that'd be a one. That would be where you argue. Um, but that's like the one situation. You know what it, I'm saying? It, I guess to me, the NBA at least tries more with black head coaches. That's a fact. Uh, which which can lead us into the last topic of what we what I wanted to speak on. But um, like. I'll give the NBA credit. At least they try. There, there's also women involved. Like they're they're trying. It may be half-hearted in some situations. Um, there, there's still a lot of uh, black coaches that are more than qualified to still haven't got jobs like Adrian Griffin and Sam Cassell, yep. things like that. Yep. Um, hell, Patrick Ewing for years was yep. qualified and didn't get a job. Yep. They get a job from from one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I don't know. And here's another question: How long before the NBA comes calling uh, or knocking at Penny Hardaway's door? He got about it. He got he got one. He got one cha- national championship, and he out of there. I don't think he's going to get a shot to get the national championship. I think the James Wiseman thing was, was his shot, and they, they screwed him over. Hmm. But speaking of black coaches and getting screwed over, don't don't get me started on college basketball. 
Oh my God. Because there's a there's a great coach that doesn't have a job right now because of that shit. Kevin Ollie. Kevin mm-hmm. Ollie is a great coach. Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was a, a six man in, in the NBA for years. Good friends with Kobe. Um, he, he mentored Russ and, and KD. Yep. I like. To, I would like to see him end up in OKC. Mm. And I'd actually like to see Penny end up in Orlando. Like that'd be interesting. Mm. Let's fucking go. That's good calls. Good calls. Good calls. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Steven Silas. Uh, it was kind of like he he got signed up to go into a burning house. You know what I'm saying? Well, and so. and. I'm sure when he signed up, he didn't realize, hey, I'm about to lose Westbrook and Harden and, like, be stuck with a a dumpster fire. Yep. Uh, do but you I, know? I, I'm sorry. And I, I, I was going to say, I guess I do see where Stephen A. Smith's coming from because Brett Brown got forever in Philly. Mm. Yep. Yep. What was you about to say, last topic? Uh, not last topic. Uh, we got... Cause you you got that one thing you want to talk about. Then we got the the jazz owner warning Utah legislature about the transgender bill co- uh, possibly costing uh, the Utah uh, Salt Lake City um, All Star game. Uh, Let, let's go there first. Let, let's save in twenty twenty three. The last topic. All right. Um, so so that's just. That's just a headline. Um, let's see. There's a Utah bill that would have barred transgender, transgender students from competing in girls sports teams. Uh, and that's, that's been stalled in the state Senate. The state's local basketball team, uh, have, they might play the part in that. Um, days before the bill's demise, the Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith and team president Jim Olson took a part, took part in a backroom meeting discussing the bill with uh, Rep. Kara Berkland and the bill sponsor and a handful of other legislators and parties, according to uh, Brian Scott at the Salt Lake Tribune. So. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Uh, Smith was reportedly worried about the impact that the legislation could have on transgender youth, stressing that there are kids who don't feel supported and the bill would not do anything to help with that perception. Smith also reportedly said he did not feel the proposal was ready for wide exposure. Hmm. Brooklyn says Smith did raise concerns, uh, but felt his main point was her proposal and could cause a backlash that might result in the Utah Jazz losing the opportunity to host the All-Star Game in 2023. But that was the biggest takeaway. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I think Adam Silver should take it away. Anyway. <laughs> First of all, on a player's level, nobody wants to go to fucking Utah anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, just, just the fact that you have to have this, and then you do it, like, to me, when I read it, I'm like, this backroom meeting, it, it sounded slimy to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so, like, do you, are you for the bill, and but you're just kind of warning them because you're ultimately for your bottom line? Yep. And that to me, if I'm Adam Silver, I'd, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm pulling it." You, okay, you see, you get it. <laughs> I was gonna say go south and go to Phoenix. Okay, okay, shit. Or hell, or hell, stay in the desert and find a, a, a space and have it in Vegas. I mean, hold up. What time is the uh, All Star Game by February? Yeah. Well, shit, do Mardi Gras. Go down to New Orleans. Shit. That shit would be lit. Um, okay, so what I thought about the bill, 
I mean, by the whole story. The whole story read to me that you, as the owner, you only stepped in because you knew this was possible, that the NBA don't play that shit. They will take your all-star game. Because they did it with Charlotte when Charlotte did the uh, transgender bathroom bill a couple years ago. Remember that? So he yeah. don't he didn't want to see that that repeated to his franchise and his opportunity of hosting the All Star game. Cool, I get that. But do you really give a fuck? That's what I need to know. I need to hear that from you. Uh, you saying you you setting up the preface of like yo, um, you know this is harmful to the kids. But you you you, you stuck the landing of hey y'all about to fuck up my situation. Y'all gonna fuck up my money, and that. That ultimately, it, it really, when I go, I dig underneath this story. Let's get to the nut and bolts of it. Um, as a NBA owner in a city like that, Sacramento, uh, let's see. Well, we could say, well, Seattle, that type of place. Um, what's it? Yeah. And it would say owners in those type of cities, uh, Milwaukee, um, um, Memphis, um, anywhere that isn't the big markets, right? To be team owners in that, those places. This is why diversity matters in team owners, right? And I say, I say that to say this. You use your influence to stall a bill. Under the guise of you possibly losing a financial opportunity of hosting the All-Star Game. If you were somebody who gave a fuck regularly on issues that affect marginalized people in this country, as an owner, you can influence way more than what you do, right? So, I see this, this story, and I'm like, damn, imagine if... Somebody in Houston says, nah, y'all doing some shit, that's foul. Nah, we stepping in, y'all not doing that. You know what I mean? We'll we'll take the team and we'll go somewhere else if you guys do this. You know what I mean? And you leverage your influence on the town financially because at the bottom of the, at the bottom, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's what moves this country. When we talk, is violence or money. You know what I mean? power or money so as a team owner you have both of them use your influence for positive shit and that's where having diverse people who can actually see through the perspective of other people and use their influence to help could come in handy that's what I thought when I read this story Oh, that's halftime. <laughs> that was our halftime speech for today. You ready to go on this crunch time? Yeah. All right. Uh, take it away. Um, I've, I've tried the last few years with the NFL. I've, I, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'll just kind of be about my team Shit. and uh, not really give a fuck about anybody else. Like, if my team's on, I'll watch I follow them in the news, but outside of that, I don't care. But this whole Deshaun Watson thing is the last straw for me. Like, this you're talking about somebody who has had no off-field, nothing, not even in college where he was the man, and now all of a sudden, all these people are popping up, these women, with this basically the same fucking story. And... Uh, well, you told me that the, the attorney representing them also represents the Houston owner who's a known fucking racist. Yeah, he's, he's, um, a, he's a good friend to the owner. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the NFL. Just, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Let, let's, okay, to be fair, let's go into the other side of the story. There, so far, there's been 16 women who filed civil lawsuits accusing Deshaun Watson of various degrees of sexual assault, right? Uh, 
they got the one, the main one that I've heard about was the the masseuse. All, all of them were masseuses. Okay, okay, so they're all masseuses. I really didn't read into this. I just, yeah, all, I just seen the, I seen the main story. Like, okay, you know, he wanted to trade. Now this chick's coming out fishy to me. But I will say this: if the greater story here. Is if this is true, that means y'all as a franchise, Houston uh, uh, Texans held on to this story, which is even more disgusting. It's disgusting on, you know, Deshaun Watson's part. You out of pocket, fam, way out of pocket. And as a franchise, that means you guys knew about this and you held on it to leverage. That's disgusting. When you're talking about the sanctity and, and of, of protecting women, and you know, don't act that way now. If you guys fucking knew about this years ago, because they're saying this has been a thing since his college days, <clears throat> which I don't know. No, that, that's not what I've heard at all. This, to me, uh, what I've read, it's um, it all had to do with with um massages because he normally got a massage from something specific and COVID affected that so he started reaching out to all these different girls or whatnot that were massage uh, massage mm-hmm. specialists or whatnot and was even flying them in and you know whatnot. Mm-hmm. It to me it just sounds goofy. Cause like I don't know. I, I I don't trust women and their motives when they know somebody's got a whole lot of money. And that, that sucks. It may even sound insensitive. It does. But but you're you're a star quarterback in the NFL, you're not a bad looking dude, and you got some deep, deep pockets. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm talking to you and we fuck around and then I cut you off you may feel some type of way. You may think that you should get some hush money, which there was an email of somebody asking for some amount. And basically he just said, fuck you. No, I'm not doing that. And then that's when one came out and then it just started a trickle down effect. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I, don't agree with like the whole that scenario like yeah that's how it could be but we don't know uh for sure so i don't like to i don't like to speculate and like you know create a narrative you know what i'm saying just to be fair to the other side what i like to do in these type of situations is let it play out but i do see that there's a scenario where the 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 franchise and other people that are, you know, power players in this knew about this and they covered it up and or brought it out as leverage, which is fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. And it's, it's a lot of degrees of fucked up with that. But I'm not saying that to take away from what, what happened in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Supposedly, allegedly happened in the first place. What, what I will say on the other side of that is when you're somebody of Sean Watson's status with that kind of money, you really, really have to be careful about who you interact with and who you do business with. Yeah. Like, you, you really have to have them checked out. It has to be, you know, in a, in a business setting because where he probably screwed up is having these in somewhat private settings. Yep. As, if nothing else is going to cost him in his pockets. Yep. But, um, like, because John Quay said, John Quay, uh, shout, shout, shout out to John Quay. Uh, John Quay said, uh, he had a post about it, like, oh, they finna fry cuz, they finna fry cuz. And I was like, I was just reading all the comments and people, you know, some people were like, well, why they ain't say nothing? You know, this typical shit. But, I, like I said, man, like, the franchise had to know about this, right? But, yeah. um, damn, I lost my train of thought. But ultimately, as a public figure, you 
have to, you can't privately do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you got to be a public public situation. And like, dog, like, why? <sighs> this could have been avoided. Yeah. Even even if if you did it, you definitely deserve to go to jail. The setup is the civil play. You know what I'm saying? The civil play first. That's always the setup. Uh so then they roll it over to um criminal court. So we'll see. We're gonna let this play out. But I think it has a lot to do with him asking for a trade, this shit coming out. That shit is too convenient, too timely. I it looks dirty. It's dirty to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but, like I said, not to minimalize what he's done, like, or, or allegedly done. Like, let's hear that out. Let's, uh, let's go through that in court. Let's have that, all those details sorted out before I judge. I make a, a full judgment on if he did it or not. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to say whatever. But, if he did do it, now we got to have another conversation. You know what I'm saying? We have to we have to double back and have that conversation. <clears throat> but uh, I don't have anything else. <clears throat> you got anything else? Uh, no, that's it for me. Cool, 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 cool. It's been a great episode. Oh shit! Hold up. Do you want to do that that original idea later, or do you want to do? Idea? Huh? The, the, oh, the oh, shit yeah, we were shooting around yesterday. Should yeah, we wait on that? that? Let's yeah, well, let's wait on that. Cause that the the bracket joint is hard. That's hard. Yeah. Let's wait on that until we get uh, Brendan or Mike or something. Yeah, we can make that shit a series though. Like, all right, cool. All right, we got something coming for y'all that's gonna be dope, original. Um, we just freestyled that shit last night out of nowhere. Um. Let's go. Uh, Brendan, Mike, uh, Doobie. Um, we gotta have somebody on. See, I, you know what I need to do? I need to start getting like Skype. Not Skype, but Zoom. And do this shit through Zoom. That's what I need to start doing. Okay. You got Zoom? No. Download Zoom, bro. Um, we, we we gotta we gotta uh we gotta fuck with Zoom. Zoom is Zoom is dope. <clears throat> okay. All right, y'all. Um, been a pleasure, been a blast. We got fifty two minutes out of this, and it was like it was dope uh, from beginning to the end. I appreciate.